You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. To the gastroenteritis blues. I'm Dan Valpone. I'm here with Emily Cannell. Emily, I don't have a Steve question for you because I don't know how he comes up with them, but how is your weekend going? Um, my weekend is good. Lots, I've been eating a lot of hamburgers and wearing Fourth of July themed outfits. So I put a little hat on Luna today, like a little Uncle Sam hat. Um, I can Did she the- like that or was she no, okay with not that? particularly, yeah, dogs but I've stuff. been putting stuff on her head all day. So I'll, I'll share the picture with the hat. I also balanced a glass of wine on her head, which was dangerous and precarious, but she was able to manage it for like two seconds. So that was good. So very eventful week in the NBA, especially, you know, I feel like, you know, you hear a lot of rumors start to ramp up like Wednesday, but then Thursday at, at six was the start of the league new year, start of free agency. And you hear stuff throughout the day, the big news, which we'll kind of circle around to later, but it would feel wrong to not start with it because it kind of kicked everything off was the Kevin Durant trade request, which <laughs> still have no idea when or if that will come to fruition, but you know, that is the main story lingering over the NBA right now. But let's start with the big Sixers news, which is basically the three signings they made were all right at, you know, right at six for the most part, between six and 615. So Sixers signed PJ Tucker on the um, non-taxpayer mid-level exception. They signed Daniel House on the biannual exception. Um, uh, I should clarify, PJ Tucker, three years, 33 million um, on that uh, non-taxpayer MLE. Um, that is fully guaranteed. Daniel House on the BAE for two years, which comes out to eight and a half million. And Traveling Queen, um, who is another G League MVP, won it the year after B-Ball Paul. So this past year, um, I, th- I think that we're thinking this is an Exhibit 10 contract. Um, which is basically would mean um, he, they would have his G League, his uh, G League rights, um, but he wouldn't really be with the big team, uh, which is kind of disappointing um, because he seems pretty interesting. But uh, what were your thoughts on on these signings, Emily? I mean, were you, how do you feel about each of these uh, of these guys? Um, did you feel, you know, a little 
underwhelmed with with what the Sixers have managed to do so far. You know, the, nothing really, no really surprising moves yet. Like, where are you at? Yeah, so we talked a lot about the P.J. Tucker signing last week. I think that one was, like, pretty inevitable. Um, so not surprised there. I'm fine with the contract. Um, even though he's an older player, I just think he brings, like, a kind of intensity and an aggressiveness that this team needs. So I think that that will be good. Um, Daniel House, that one I wasn't expecting. I don't know that there was, like, rumblings about that one, but – I'm fine with it. It's a good player, um, adds depth to the roster, which we need. And then I'm always happy to collect a G league MVP. Um, we're big b-ball Paul fans in this, in this house. Um, well, not you because you hate all of our guests. Yeah, I know. No, I like b-ball Paul. He wished me a happy wedding. He did. So he is a, I should like, we should have like clipped that and like played it at our wedding, but, um, well, you couldn't have because he said it as the wedding was happening. That's true. <laughs> oh God. But um, yeah, I I love a guy. I love a G League guy. I don't know. It I like the development that happens there. I like guys that come out of there. Um, I you know I had a soft spot for Robert Covington, who was also a G League guy, played there for a while before coming to the NBA. So I am more than happy to have him. Yeah. Morning. I want, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I, that's all I got. <laughs> I want to I want to correct myself a little bit. So, because I just saw this on Twitter from Michael Scotto, um, that the Sixers signed Trevlin Queen to a two-year, $3.56 million deal, $6 million deal, which is guaranteed for just 300, uh, $330,000 this season and fully non-guaranteed for next season. Um, Sounds so, like a great contract. Sure. Um, yeah, I, you know, when I look at, the PJ Tucker signing. I really like it. If the Sixers have like a big, good all around wing at the three, which is obviously really hard to come by, but I like Tucker with Maxi and, and Harden and Embiid. I don't love him with Tobias necessarily. You don't He's love pop- anyone with Tobias though. Well, that's, that's pretty true. Um, <laughs> it just feels very slow at the forward positions. Um, and you know, obviously they'll have to try to make it work, but they're both kind of fours. Neither of them is really a wing. Um, and we're just so desperate for wings here. Um, now we keep hearing these rumors. Maybe there's a Tobias trade coming. Um, it's at least still been talked about. I know Paul Hedrick has said that his sources at the Sixers say that that's not likely to happen. Um, but I'm sure that those conversations are at least happening. I, I have no doubt the Sixers are open to it. Um, and so, you know, if there is another move to be made, um, that becomes very interesting. Uh, but, but for now, I, I, I don't know. I, he's a good player. He's an upgrade without a doubt. Um, I'm just still worried about that wing position. Um, Daniel House is a wing. Um, he's a good player. Um, he's not like fixing everything, but again, he's another upgrade. Um, the Sixers have gotten better players, which is where they were at um kind of all you could ask for i mean we didn't even think they would necessarily have these exceptions harden is it seems taking less although he still hasn't signed this contract they've been meeting in the hamptons for the last 72 hours and counting so uh who knows this is just non-stop probably i bet doc put another chair in front of the door so uh 
you know, this could go on, this could go on forever. They might be negotiating through next season. I don't know. We haven't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the next thing uh, that we need to talk about is it still keeps coming up that the Sixers want Eric Gordon. Um, Keith has had that. Um, who else had that? I want to say um, Shams might've had something on that. Again, Paul has said that he's hears that that is not going to happen. Um, but i I have no doubt from everything we've heard that these talks are at least happening because too many people are, are talking about this. And my thing with Aaron Gordon, we talked about this last week is just like, he's another guard. Like he'll be our fifth rotation guard because we have shake Maxie Harden and, um, and Melton. And, you know, I know that shake doesn't have like, uh, there's a lot of not shake fans, but like, Shake was completely playable in the playoffs last year. Like he was one of the few guys who actually showed up. Like I have no problem having him as the fourth guard. Like I don't think that's the position of need. And I recognize wings are hard to come by, but if we're going to like do some kind of deal where you're, you know, you're taking, you know, the, the doing what needs to be done to like either. I mean, there's two options here, which are like, I guess three, which is like Harding could take a ton less, which he's, he's not going to take any more less. I don't think, but it, it becomes like, you know, Furkan, Matisse, like Shake, like, and someone else just to, to be able to match that salary and stay under the hard cap to get Gordon. And because the Sixers are hard capped at the tax apron now, because they did use their non, their non-taxpayer MLE to get PJ Tucker. They are hard capped. Um, and that is unappealing, right? Like you could, you could turn, Matisse into some kind of asset it seems there's teams that want him I don't I'm not in like a rush to give away you know shake anyone can have Furkan that's fine but like I think George Niang is another guy you might have to give who like whatever I just I don't in a team that's so not deep already I don't love you know cobbling together a bunch of guys who like could be like fringe rotation players like who knows maybe one takes a step forward when you have talking about four guys right like one could get a little better one could you know, you know, be playable against a certain team in the playoffs. Um, so I don't love doing all that. And unless you're getting like real value for Tobias and you're getting like Eric Gordon and Harrison Barnes or something like that, if you're just getting off of Tobias to get Gordon, like I think that's, you know, a talent downgrade. And again, you're still not getting a wing. Like you're doing all this to still not get a wing. And so I don't really get that at this point. Um, unless there's something bigger going on and Gordon is a smaller part of that. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I've always been kind of saying that for a team that lacks depth, I'm not in the business of like cobbling salaries together and trading a bunch of people for one person because that doesn't help our depth problem. And like you said, like any of these players could make a jump. They also could like, you know, like shake could get hot in like a second round series or in a bit, a stretch in the regular season that we need for like seeding purposes. Like he's been known to do that and he's on a good contract. Like I'm not like really eager to get off of him. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, Eric Gordon is a good player. I think he would fit in with our team, but we don't need a, like you said, there's, that's just like a lot of guards and we have good guards. So, um, I'm not like dying to do it. If they do it, I'm not going to be like, this is a season ruining move. Like everything has gone to shit now, but it's just like, 
not the move that I am looking for them to make pretty much. Yeah. I don't know. No, I mean, I, I like Eric Gordon a lot as a player. I, even at his age, I, I really like Eric Gordon. I think he's a very good offensive player. Um, and, and, you know, we know he plays well with Harden. Um, but after the move for Melton, I don't really get it. Before that, I, I, I was in on it. Um, and, you know, this thing, I think the Sixers are at 16 guys now, if you count Trevlin Queen and James Harden. And so, you know, there's probably a roster condensing move, you know, maybe a two-for-one. But when we start talking about like a four-for-one or a five-for-one, I don't, I just like, I don't, I don't think that's uh I don't, it doesn't feel good. Um, it doesn't, it doesn't, especially when you're talking Matisse, who probably has value to someone else and you're talking shake who like, I think still has value as a player on this team. Um, especially, you know, on like a $2 million contract. So um, I'm not really in a rush to do that. Um, let's just get into it. I, I know it's not going to happen, but I fully have my hopes up. And I know it's so silly in my, in my brain, it's not happening, but in my heart, Kevin Durant is a sixer. And <laughs> I know a lot of people would be devastated because obviously that includes, you know, that means Tyrese Maxey's a net. Um, and I know that that would be, I mean, I would be upset to see him go, but I mean, you know, if you, if the trade, it, I, again, it's not going to happen, but if you start pulling together, like <laughs> Tobias Harris, Matisse Stiebel, Tyrese Maxey, or maybe you flip Thibel for a pick or something that you include. Jaden Springer or maybe Shake. You unprotect that 2027 first to Brooklyn and give them 2029 as well. Give them a pick swap every other year. Give them a bunch of second round picks. Like it's probably not the best package, but a lot of teams kind of seem to be chickening out on this. And I haven't fully given up hope that like no one's going to like. You know, no one's going to, like, buck up and make a good offer um, because teams can be – I don't even want to say risk-averse because Kevin Durant isn't a risk, but just, like, transaction-averse. Like, they see more risk in what's different than what they have. Um, and I think that Daryl doesn't necessarily do that, and I think that's probably – you know, that is an asset of his um, – in terms of his way of thinking. And, you know, I it would be devastating to give Maxi. And I'm sure it's not going to happen. I'm sure Kevin Durant is going to go to Phoenix or somewhere else. <laughs> but uh, DeAnthony Melton, James Harden, maybe flip those two because Harden probably played point guard. But James Harden, DeAnthony Melton, Kevin Durant, PJ Tucker, and that's a that's a context where I love PJ Tucker mm-hmm. and Joel Embiid team is extremely extremely good. Um, now, I think the other guy on the Nets is probably more realistic, and we'll talk about him later, but he's less exciting, um, obviously. And um, uh, all I'm saying, like, again, I know it's not happening. I'm not here. I'm not calling it. I'm not saying Kevin Durant's going to be a sixer. I'm sure I'm, – I'm very confident he won't. But there's a sliver of me that says, you know what? Maybe he will. And that sliver of me has all my, all my brain right now. I'm very optimistic. I'm not optimistic in terms of I think it's going to happen. Like not optimistic. Like my brain is like, Oh, but like I'm in a happy place where I'm thinking about Kevin Durant as a sixer. You know what I mean? I know it's not likely I'm not optimistic on the odds, but my I'm thinking about, about the the positive possibility. And um, I mean, that team would be awesome. We'd be easy title favorites. (laughs) Um, We know, you know, there's been the reports that, you know, Joel wants to do everything they can to get Durant. 
Um, and again, it, it sucked to see Maxi go, but in my opinion, you know, you can tell me what you think, but I mean, that's just such a slam dunk. Of course you, of course you do what you can to give Kevin Durant. Um, and, you know, I always can't come back to this and I'll, I'll say the same thing when we talk about Kyrie later in the episode, um, as I make the same case. Um, but, you know, I want to see Joel win a ring and I don't have to love everyone else around him. Now I don't want them to go sign Miles Bridges. Um, but I, I, I don't have to love the rest of the team. I have to be able to tolerate the rest of the team. And I love Joel and I want to see him get a ring. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. It's kind of, it's like reminiscent of like LeBron to Philly. Like people were like, maybe, maybe it'll happen. Never know. Could, Could happen. Um, now the difference there obviously was LeBron was a free agent. Just making time. a decision. Yeah. The hope was he would come here like by choice. Whereas like with Kevin Durant, it's like, the Sixers have to beat other teams. Yeah. It is really interesting with the Kevin Durant trade is there hasn't been, maybe I just haven't been on Twitter enough, but there hasn't been any like confirmed like offers or like even like that, like reliable rumblings of confirmed offers for him. Like it just kind of like everyone's kind of holding their cards very close to their vest, which I think is very interesting. Um, the other thing that I just think is very hilarious is that Kyrie announces that he's going to opt in. And then Kevin Durant said, I'm out of here. Um, but yeah, I would Mac Kevin Durant is probably like one of three players in the league that I would be willing to give Maxi for. So I would do it. Obviously it's Kevin Durant. Um, but I really don't, I don't think that it's going to happen. No, I, I don't think it's likely, um, but it would be really, really awesome. It would um, be very cool. He would look great in Sexer's colors. He would. He would. He would look great next to Joel Embiid. Um, I, I have a feeling that he's not in like a hurry to get back with Harden, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, all right. Last thing before we go to an ad, James Harden, as I mentioned earlier, has been in contract with negotiate in contract negotiations with the six. Now we're recording this, I will say Sunday night. So this is going to come out Monday afternoon. Um, who knows? Uh, <laughs> who knows if this will be resolved by them, but at this point they've been meeting since I think like early Saturday, maybe Saturday, early afternoon. This is Sunday night. So it's been a while still no news, you know, no, not even an update on how these uh, contract negotiations are going. We know he's, you know, seems to be taking some kind of pay cut. Um, I'll say I'm not worried about it. I think it gets sorted out. The Sixers don't seem worried about it. Um, we haven't heard anything else about other teams eyeing this situation or, or Harden taking meetings with any other team. Um, so I'm not worried. Are you worried? Um, no, I'm not worried. And also like, I'm pretty sure that I think this is like a multi-day meeting situation. I don't think it's like we're going to sit down in a room and get this done today. I think it's like we're going to talk on Saturday and you're going to go to Michael Rubin's house and party on Saturday night and then be hungover on Sunday morning. And then like maybe we'll get back together on Monday for like bloodies and brunch and get the deal done. So <laughs> I'm not like I don't think it's like a... It sounds like you've been to Michael Rubin's house in the Hamptons before. You know the that agenda. Would, that would be very fun. It's not like a situation where people are like barricading James Harden in a room and he's like tweeting that he can't get out and no one knows where he is. I think it's just like a, 
we're in the Hamptons to party and that's where rich people go on the 4th of July. And so that's where they're just going to get the deal done. Yeah, I, I think it's probably something like that too. So uh, we're going to go to an ad and get back. We're going to talk about the Sixers were named as uh, one of three suitors by Sham Strania for Kyrie Irving. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back from this ad. Um, so... We talked about this. We were eyeing this situation, I think, last week. I was the only one of uh, you, Steve, and I who said that I would trade for Kyrie Irving. I said I would not give Tyrese Maxey for Kyrie Irving, but I would give Matisse Stiebel and uh, Tobias Harris for Kyrie Irving. Um, as I said before the ad, um, Shams Charania uh, said that um, the Sixers were one of three suitors for Kyrie Irving. And our Liberty Ballers, Paul Hedrick, says that they are not interested in trading Kyrie Irving. So we kind of have some mixed messaging. But I think it's very interesting. It's funny because um, me and Dave Early argued forever about the Ben Simmons stuff. And I think we're the only people who really want Kyrie Irving to be a sixer. So we're back together. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, my thing on it is, you know, I don't like Kyrie Irving. I think he's a weirdo. I, you know, I, I've talked about this before. I hate all of his COVID stuff. I hate how the Nets fans add, like I would, if, if Philly said he couldn't play, like I wouldn't advocate for him. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say, oh, he should like, but this is the situation we're in. He could play here. He's going to be unvaccinated either way, right? It's not changing anything. Um, I, I don't like, I don't like, like him as, as a guy, but like I said, like I, I don't have to like, like everyone on the team. I want Joel to win. And like I mentioned earlier, like I don't want them to sign someone who has like mistreated women or or, like done something else horrible. Like I said, like I'm, you know, I'm not like, I don't have my eye on like, Oh, like, is anyone going to, you know, sign miles bridges? Like that guy should never play another game. 
You know what I mean? Like there's a certain level where it's like, no, you should not be on this team or any team. And I don't want you on the Sixers. And like, I think there's like, I don't like Kyrie, but like, there's such a clear, there's obviously, you know, I, no one needs to draw a difference between like someone who's done something completely awful or just like Kyrie, just like kind of being a jackass. Like he's not like, he's not, he's not that. And no one would say he is. Right. So it's like, you just want to draw the distinction as like, I don't like him, but I don't have to like everyone. Right. Like there's a certain level where it's like, no, thank you. Stay away from, from our Sixers. But like, Kyrie, like, I just don't really like, you know what I mean? And like, I can kind of live with that if he helps Embiid win a ring. And I think there are valid concerns. Like he hasn't played a lot of games. He's either been hurt or just choosing not to play basically. And I consider not getting vaccinated, choosing not to play. Now it's a different situation. He doesn't have to have the vaccine to play here. Um, but it's, to me, it's just, it's such a big talent upgrade over Tobias Harris and Matisse Stiebel or whatever the package is. His value is low right now. We know that. Um, if it doesn't work out, you get it off with Tobias a year early um, and you go into next summer with, you know, a lot more, I, I don't want to say space because we probably wouldn't have cap space, but at least, you know, that's pulling you away from, from the luxury tax a bit and it, and it gives you some, some flexibility there. Um, and I just think that like, it's not a super high risk because like losing Tobias and Matisse or like, that's something I think the package would look like and maybe a pick that doesn't feel like super high risk to me. Um, and I think it's very, very high reward. Even like I said, with Eric Gordon, like we have enough guards, but obviously Irving is much, much better. I mean, Irving is a top 20 talent in the league still. He struggled in the playoffs. And I think a lot of that was he hadn't been playing consistently all year. And hopefully that would be different here if he were to be here. Um, but yeah, to me, I, I, I think, I think it's something you do. I, I hate the anti-vax thing, but you know, if we're giving Matisse, I feel like it's a wash on that front. So, um, you know, like, anti-vaxxer for an anti-vax. Yeah. Right. Like if we have to have one, they might as well like be, be a good basketball. The player. better one. That basketball. Yeah, like Matisse is a horrible NBA player. So it's like, yeah, we might as well get an all-star if we have to deal with this. I don't know. That's where I'm at. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I see where you're coming from. I just think I wouldn't do it. I think Kyrie is like a team killer. I don't I don't need his the counterpoint locker- I will say is that the locker room kind of seems like it sucked already. <laughs> Who ours or yeah, I think it's like, you know, ours is I mean with Ben, I mean, Ben was out all half of last year and like you know, there was the same concern with Harden. Everyone seemed to kind of quit in the playoffs. Like, do we have that? Like, we might as well get some talent, right? Like, Jamar doesn't seem to be, like, how much lower is it going to go? No, is that, a, is that a game that we were willing to play? How much lower can the locker room get? That'd be a funny game. I, I would like to I would like to see. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I just – I'm not here for, like, the drama of, like, will he play? Won't he play? Like, what's he doing? Um but I agree that like, he's a very good player. And if it's Tobias and Matisse for him, I mean, that's a price I would be willing to pay for Kyrie. I just, I just don't know if I'm willing to get involved in like the Kyrie drama. Like this team has enough drama as it is at all times. And I just don't know if we need more, but on like a strictly basketball talent level, like of course, but it's just all of those other like, off the court things that I'm just like not like running to get involved in 
No, I get that. And, and, you know, if it, it were, if it were more than, you know, if it were more than Tobias and Matisse and a couple second round picks or, or something like that, right. Like I would, I would probably say like, I'm good. You know, I just, I anticipate a, a fairly low package. He doesn't seem to have a ton of interest. Um, I doubt the Nets are like rushing to take on Russell Westberg, even just for the next year. Um, like besides that, he's making a ton of money and it's only one more year. It's mostly just that he's like been pretty bad. Like he's worse than Tobias at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think he's like gettable. And, and I, I think if it's that low to me with the talent upside, if he plays, like it's a risk worth taking. Um, especially because it doesn't like Harden might think he's a weird guy and like, that's fine. I don't think Harden really cares about that. I think what really bothered Harden and why he didn't want to play with Kyrie in Brooklyn was that Kyrie wasn't playing. And I think that, I think that was the real issue. Like Harden seems to be, you know, no, I'm not saying that he's done everything right or anything, but he seems his mindset seems to be, you know, he wants to win. And I think if Irving's going to come here and play and, and, you know, they're not, it's not a super high risk. Like I said, if you're giving Tobias and tease, I think maybe he'd get on board. So, I mean, like, like you said, it could totally blow up and it could be a mess. And, and if anything, you know, uh, to me, you know, you said like, you know, you're, you don't want any more drama and like, I get that, but I also think we kind of enjoy it at times, right? Like if, when the Sixers like collapse, like it's, it's better if there's drama to it versus like, if it's just boring, you know, it's just kind of sad. So it gives us so much stuff to talk about. Right. Like I mean, pro drama podcast. Honestly, like I was kind of like, I was so like, I hated it. I was like very sad about it when the Sixers lost this year, but like, I was almost like numb. It was like, of course, like the Sixers blew it, but like there's, they didn't even do it in an interesting way. It was like, they just played <laughs> terrible where it was like, with the whole collapse against the Hawks, it was like, I was mad, you know, like, at least I felt something like this, like, I'd rather like, and like feel an emotion about it instead of like, you know, just like, team. I think, I think it could be a, if they have a way to do it, but uh, that's enough Kyrie talk. Um, <laughs> in, uh, what is it? This, this, up, this upcoming week, right? We have the summer league starting um in is it are we in salt lake city yeah Yeah. so um i think the sixers have a pretty good summer league roster um i don't have it in front of me do you have it in front of you um b-ball paul is playing um i think springer is playing um trevlin queen is playing right so that's another g league mvp um who else is uh interesting that's on the team um champag am i am i echoing for you you're not echoing for me but julian champagne yeah yeah i'm echoing for myself that's okay um charlie brown jr is playing uh philip petrozev i can't say anything. uh yes the uh well oh he was the uh he was a second round pick in the maxi draft right yes i believe so he's or was playing that the springer draft like no i think the springer, he was, draft. He was the springer draft yep yeah miles powell's playing hmm. um that's a fun team yeah so i think paul reed is just playing in salt lake city and not going to vegas but he's gonna go to vegas and and cheer on the team so uh who are you uh looking forward to seeing uh do we have a chance to win it all what do you think we always have a chance to win it all in summer league it's where we shine but um yeah i'm excited to see a lot of these guys play i mean i'd probably no, Maxi is not playing. Oh, Bassie. Bassie. Oh, Bassie's playing. Yeah. All right, good. I said Maxi. I was like, uh, no, he's a little too good for summer league at this point. 
Um, but yeah, any of those guys that like have a chance to be like meaningful role players on this team and rotation players, I think will be really fun to watch. I'm also really excited to watch um, Traveling Queen. Like I don't watch a ton of G League unless I go to like a random game. Um, but I, like I said, I love a G League MVP. So I'm excited to see him play. Um, it's good. It'll be fun to see Paul Reed apparently put on 10 pounds of muscle already this summer. And he's jumping high now. And he's jumping higher. He's really working on his game. So I just love that kid. So <laughs> I'm excited to watch him play. Yeah, I was going to say Trevor and Queen too. I've never seen him play because um, I don't watch the G League. But people seem people who like are into that kind of thing seemed excited about him. Um and so I'd like to see what uh, all the excitement's about. I mean, he was G League MVP. Um, B-Ball Paul showed that, um, you know, he could turn that being G League MVP into being a useful playoff rotation player. So uh, let's see if Traveling Queen could be good for us. Um, yeah. So I guess let's leave with some final thoughts. I'll give one final thought, um, and you can uh, let me know anything else you have. Um, I just want to say I'm very glad we haven't seen uh, a center signing for this team. Um, First of all, I, 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 I shouldn't say, I, I don't just have one more final thought. I just have to mention that all the signings that were coming in at six, where it's like, you know, they tampered with this guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, good player, good player, good player. DeAndre Jordan to the Nuggets. Good player, good player, good player. And it's like, <laughs> you were tampering with DeAndre Jordan, like the worst player in the playoffs. And like, was this just to like boost Jokic's on off numbers again? Like, what is the point of this signing? Like he's so bad. He's so old. It's, that was crazy to see, but <laughs> I'm very glad we didn't sign a center. Millsap and Jordan are off the roster now. I, I would have taken Drummond back though. I would have, I would have, he was going to get more, although he got less yeah. than I thought. He only got like 3 million a year, but um, yeah, I mean, I liked the Dwight signing at the time. I thought he was, he was on a minimum contract. He was better than, than he played better than a minimum contract. I thought. And, yeah. and I thought he was like, fairly useful considering that contract um i thought that drummond was very good for us while he was here um and i didn't expect that we would be able to bring him back and even then i would rather have daniel house just because of positional need um i'm so glad though that they didn't sign like you know uh uh uh, you know a a non-shooting big like i mean people people like to say that you know these the guys dock once it's also i think been the guys that maury has wanted and I don't necessarily mean that as an insult, because like I say, I did like the Dwight and, and Drummond signings, and I, I like them here. I thought Drummond was awesome here, and he ended up being an important part of getting harder. But I, the, the, the Millsap acquisition, the Harden trade, and the, the, the oh my God. I mean, not just the acquisition, but the minutes that the minutes, were played. The DeAndre the Jordan minutes. signing and minutes were such a disaster. Like, a disaster and you like i i liked the, getting drummond and 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 dwight because i thought they were like pretty good players and just to just kind of get an, an old guy <laughs> to like just kind of be big and like oh this guy was good five or six years ago like let's throw him in there he's that veteran presence like those guys have sucked like they like they bring in guys who have nothing nothing left in the tank has been awful and like, I'm glad they won't even have that option this season unless something changes. So knock on wood, but you know, make it work with Paul Reed and, and Charles Bassey. And 
if Paul Reed fouls too much, then when the games and beat is out, then start Bassey and bring Paul Reed off the bench. If you can't make it work with those two, then Tobias Harris, if he's still here, is your small ball five. I don't care. I'm so glad they didn't bring an awful center. I hated those minutes. We didn't really get them in the playoffs um, besides the two games Embiid was out. But like that, I mean, the, the Jordan minutes tanked the, tanked the, the series, right? Like we should have won at least one of games one and two. And we should have been up three to two going into game six. Maybe that changes how they come out in game six, where at the very least they have a game seven. Like it should, it should have been a different series, even with Embiid hurt. And it was a total disaster. I defended Doc all year. I thought that, that was, I would have fired him for that, for playing Jordan those minutes. I, and I, I meant that when I said it, I would be fine with him firing him now. I thought that was a complete disaster and so predictable. And I'm so glad that those, that kind of player. And again, if it's a good player, it's different. They're bad players. And I'm glad we didn't bring in a bad center that Doc is going to play. Play the young guys. Um, final thoughts from you. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you we can give these run guys, if these young guys turn out to be like flaming, terrible mistakes, then you do something at like the trade deadline in the middle of the season. And but Paul Reed is already playable. Like I have full yeah. confidence in him. And I think Bassey is playable too. I think it'll be fine. I think he um, is too. But at least Reed has even proved it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I like how this roster is shaping up. I'm excited to see them play. I've said it a million times. I don't watch a lot of other teams outside of the Sixers. And when I do watch them play the Sixers, I'm normally watching the Sixers, not the other team. So like a lot of these guys that they've picked up, like I don't know a ton about. Um, so I'm just excited. I like get excited based on what other people say online. And so I'm excited to watch them play and also like find out what their favorite sandwich is and all of the other weird things about basketball players that I like. So. Yeah, it's a, it, I think it's a pretty exciting time for the Sixers. I, it was a, a sad time leaving the end of the season, but I liked the mountain pickup. I liked, you know, uh, the, the, the signings we've had that, that now that Harden's taking less. Um, I should say that, you know, and obviously this is coming from Harden's camp, but, you know, Shavs was talking about how Harden started his, you know, off-season routine much earlier this year, you know, two weeks after the season. He thinks he, they can win this year. He's locked in. I'm hoping we get a much better version of Harden. He has to be better for us to have a chance. Um, and I'm hoping maybe the hamstring's feeling better. Um, I'm hoping he's worked on his catch-and-shoot threes. So we'll see. But have some optimism with him. And like I said, a big reason I'm excited is that I'm still as dumb as it may be not giving up on Kevin Durant. <laughs> I refuse to do it. It won't happen. I get it. Whatever. I don't care. I'm going to, until it doesn't happen, I'm going to think about it. Um, I think that's all we have. Um, please go subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel, Gastro Blues Pod, the Sixers podcast, uh, or something like that. Um, follow, <laughs> follow Emily on Twitter at third and girl. Follow Drew at DAPelts13. Follow me and, and the podcast on all of our behalf, kind of sometimes at Gastro Blues Pod. Follow Steve at Steve J. Lippman. Um, and again, I want to reiterate, we have a YouTube. Um, even if you don't want to watch the podcast, just subscribe, please. All right, just subscribe to it. It would be very appreciated. Uh, if you want to watch the podcast, if you want to like see me like fumbling around on my computer and like fixing my hair because I've had and all of that, then like great, you should watch it. 
uh, I think that's a great option. Um, but that's all. Um, I'm excited to see what happens this week. Does Durant get moved at all? If he does, is it going to be soon? Who knows? That's the big thing I have my eye on. But summer league starts. That's exciting. Um, and again, there's other moves that could be made for the Sixers, right? Like I think Durant is the big domino to fall. And even if he falls somewhere else, then I think after that, you have an Irving trade that's next. Even if that's not to the Sixers, maybe that uh, after that, you know, those guys go, other teams look to trade and you have maybe Tobias gets moved. Maybe he doesn't, but maybe Matisse gets moved, something like that. So um, it's, a, it's an exciting time. And uh, I'm really looking forward to see what happens this week. And, you know, we'll meet up to talk about it again next week. So um, that's all we have. Um, be safe and be great. And uh, I'll see you guys next week. to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.